acting like translator to time translator. <laughs> so. just, uh, and and time we have daylight. We have, do you guys have daylight savings in Europe? Yeah. Yeah. So then on top of that, my, my game against the Germans, the guy was an hour late because he had like seen, uh, like he thought it was sometime, but we had day, we set up the game and then daylight savings happened in between when we scheduled the game and then the, the actual game happened. So like my time zone <laughs> changed. So like, he was like an hour late to the game. <laughs> and I like, I like oh, you, 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 it's like you rock up ready for it. And you're like, yeah. And then it's just like your other, your opponent turns up an hour later and is like, damn right. I'm ready to go. And you're like, Oh, daylight savings, you bastard. I shot my load too early and I started drinking, um, which is uh, entirely what happened to me at uh, Sydney Slaughter one year. I had a really good plan uh, for, for how to, and I was like, I've got this, I've got this in the bag. Hell yeah. I went to the bar, I got a drink. I came back and I, in the course of going to the bar and coming back, I ruined that plan spectacularly. I shit the bed, I lost the game. And afterwards, I was chatting to my opponent, who was Dan Brewer, like beautiful Dan, Tomb King Dan. And I was like, yeah, this was my plan. And he was like, oh, that, that was a really good plan. That would have won the game. And I was like, yeah. He's like, why didn't you do that? And I was like, I don't know. I think I got a beer instead. I thought, bugger the game, just get a drink. Speaking of which. <laughs> uh, right. So hello and welcome to the show. Uh, these two. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I didn't know if any of that. I, I, was all okay. I was watching Twitch and I was like, Oh, wow, we've been live for like three minutes. <laughs> <laughs> so welcome to, well, I really enjoy this. This is the tail end of the show, but also the tail end of this. Dan's half cut, uh, but like on the on the good end of the half cut. Uh, Jim's half cut on the bad end of the half cut. Like, so we're, we're a polar end there. But one of the things... Oh, and Tom has joined us as well. He's decided he wants nice. to join in. Uh, uh, Honor, idiot so, Tom. I'm, I'm real Canadian. It's amazing how many Canadians we have on the show, actually. Like <laughs> Dan, Jim, Bud, Dayton. So, so many. We're everywhere, man. You can't, you can't stop us. Well, we just found out Dan lives like two blocks away from me. We just found out. Wait, what? Yeah, yeah literally. We were we... to Vancouver, and I was like, where do you live? He's like, well, I won't say it, but I don't want to yeah. dox him. But I was like, oh, I'm like three blocks away. There you go. You can let's play AOS again, Jim. It'll be great. Yeah. No, well, now I've, I've been keen to jump back on and learn a little bit of 40k war dollies. So I think that's I don't a happy place. You want to do that after you saw what Germany did to Canada. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. There's <laughs> some smack talk at the moment. <laughs> to be fair, uh, we'd also get uh, rolled by Germany. Be, so, you know. Yeah, I was going to say, to be fair, I think I need to learn how to play 40k too. So, so, so what we can learn together. What exactly okay. happened with you guys? Give okay. Us a full story, I, I, look, I can only speak to my game because I, uh, at that point, I was like, so after my game, I was like dejected enough that I just I could barely watch any of the games on stream. But uh, first of all, it's important. Uh, like, I think personally, like uh, I, I think I said in chat, I think in our eyes, we thought the pairings were better than went better than uh, they did. But also, like the the. The, the Germans are fucking good. Like, those guys yeah, are good players. Yeah, like, triple back-to-back to, back to uh, the WTC. Yeah, and, like, the, the thing is, like, oh, like, we have not, like, and I'm just speaking to, like, our WTC team. Like, being very honest, most of us just got into TTS, like, probably in, like, December. Mm. And I, I think that was probably my 10th game of TTS, like, my 11th game of 9th edition, right? Okay. So, like, just in general, the level of t uh, experience is, there's a huge gap there. Again, I think they outplayed us in general. So even I think even the matchups that we thought should have been ours, they outplayed us badly in those. And then in the ones that 
shouldn't have been ours. They outplayed us even more. So like, I just so, think they outplayed us like on on the table. To okay. be honest, on, on that that's still fantastic experience though because you're yeah. still only able to play like what's around you, right? So let's right. say I um. So this this is an extreme example. It's not correct because you guys are all solid players. But let's say I'm living in like let's say Kent because it's just stuck out in the middle of nowhere or Cornwall or something, right? And I can only play the people that are around me. I will only get a limited amount of practice. You're still practicing the matchup and you're still learning, but it's not the same as going and playing one of the best teams in the world no. with players who efficiently drill this consistently and seeing right. how they play it. And also it means when you watch, like you were playing on Defco, what did you pair up against? Uh, oh, I played against Ravenguard Ultramarines, which okay. I actually thought that was a, like, so I think if it's I go first... a good first, list, that. I like it. Okay, so, so, so I'll tell you where I my miscalculation in that match mm -hmm. i looked at the list i didn't look at the mission so when i was thinking okay. about how my game would go i i didn't even really look at the mission to like a, a like an mission. hour an hour mm. before the game and i was like okay what's the mission and i was like oh 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 crap <laughs> <laughs> so like uh i was like oh like i knew it was a two for five three for ten but yeah. i didn't realize it was one of the ones where uh you can move off the objective after Sorry, yeah. I, I see you're yeah, praying, Rob. I, I see you want to. Uh, there's someone gifting subs, so there is. I just wanted to say thank you, but like, no, I was listening to you, and I would, I would compliment after. I need to thank both Jacob Berry for donating five gift subscriptions, which is super kind, and also MJ Pegasus for donating five gift subscriptions, which is again incredibly kind. You're all wonderful people. Also, Ooh. I think that breaks a barrier that I know that we were on, where we can unlock one more remote, and I feel like it. I don't feel like one more emote is quite enough, like a compliment to you guys for donating the subscriptions. But appreciated so much. Um, you're amazing. Good night, Jacob Berry. Uh, loads of love. Go be a dad. Thank you very much. You're so all great. I guess Aww. I guess my point is, Jim, but you can now go to your Marine player and say, "Hey, this is what he did differently to when I practiced against you." Yeah. No. But the thing is, he actually uh, in practice, I like I did a I did a like a quick practice match, and I was like, hey, you go first because that's the worst case scenario for me, and let's play just the first three, three turns. The other thing too, and I think this is a big thing, is we all uh, and I don't know if the Germans did this because I don't actually pitch in. Almost everyone changed our, their lists. Yeah, going into this third did. round. Yeah, and like I don't I didn't I didn't even re like. I'm still making eighth edition moves that are like I'm not allowed to yeah, do. I was like, but so I was like, like so, so so just so when I talk about skill level. That's kind of what I was talking about, and then also just not understanding um, how to play those games. But when I when I I guess when I look at like the actual list, my specific matchup, I actually think that my Death Guard can take that list. It has the tools to do it, and yeah. and in, in maybe a different scenario, I think I could win that game. the 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 thing is, I just I miscalculated on the scenario, and um, I I made lots of mistakes, and he played per, he played a very perfect game. And yeah, cool. I mean, it didn't help that I picked an illegal secondary that I only discovered <laughs> after the game was over. So that that cost me going from a 17-3 to a 19-1. No, so stop, awesome. stop. Yeah. Thank, oh thank my you. God, what's yeah. happening? Yeah, but so chat, thank is, chat spam more because these gifted subs are getting in the way. Please, can you just 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> So thank you to Jacob Berry for donating two lots of ten, therefore twenty gift subscriptions in a row. Uh, and then eyeglasses, who's just done the same, uh, and then Jacob Berry has done the stop it. Like it's ridiculous. I, okay, I don't know. so Can we I fill think... the chat with foreheads, please. Thank no, I, I think what's happening is that they all want to be like the king of the donatathon, uh, which is that's exactly the way to do it: is to fight for Rob's approval. You didn't hear it, but off it's air, no approval. He said he, said just... he would only love one. 
of the members yeah. of the chat. And he, he specifically said it was to never donate. <laughs> That's it's not the case. I appreciate it so much. I really enjoy that they were in for Jim and Tom's like deep tech 40k chat at that <laughs> so, point. That's what they were subbing anyways. for. That's you know, what that they were subbing for. By the way, it's really interesting because it's one of those where you can go first, but if you don't, you just redeploy the entire thing. It's so flexible. Right. I love it. Yeah. I love it. But like, but I just think like, uh, I, I like, I think as I said, like, I actually don't think that that was a bad matchup for me. I just think I, I the mission was a, not a great mission for me. And yeah. it's a bad matchup. Once you, within once, the once you fall behind, once you fall behind in that mission, it's so hard to, so to come back. Yeah. It's like it's like if you don't if you don't get on those objectives, turn one and take away those which is very hard for my army to do yeah. um then it just kind of it's like a snowball because it's not just about getting on them you have to take them back right so even if you yeah. can test they still get to hold it no, um, so, so, you can't go if you're just going to insta die because you if you start trading down in that mission you are done yeah it's sure. so bad it's just stop. Such a snowball what is happening stop it jacob berry you're drunk yeah and joe biden <laughs> isn't giving you that much money that's not what's happening uh, they... <laughs> give us the stimulus checks <laughs> thanks Jacob for another 10 gift subscriptions uh, and also to Joe Cryer for another 5 he just wants that stimmy <laughs> stimmy is just given thanks Mr Biden thank you very much uh, uh, Jim I've got some there's loads of really fun stuff you can talk about when it comes to 40k but I wanted to ask you some of our questions that we I've asked all the other hosts uh, Tom been, and Dan I've been, have been watching all day so I feel like I've been cheating slash preparing for this okay that's fine which is good because apparently you're under the weather so like let's just lowball it nice and quiet no loud <laughs> noises make it easy uh, that's why me and Dana are here. No loud noises. Yeah, yeah, we're just gonna sit here. We're gonna sing you a little bit of like, like um, some kind of jazz pop thing, just to let you cruise on in there. You know, like maybe the sound of an ocean breeze. Okay, oh. perfect. Uh, can a I lullaby. just thank Jacob a lot because not only like not only does Jacob as Jacob donated a load of gift subscriptions, but Jacob also this is a little secret most people don't know. Uh, at some points over the past couple of years, it's been a bit rough money wise, my end, uh, and so Jacob very kindly has set me up a jam subscription. So once a month, I get uh, <laughs> I get a box like, of jams, really yeah, like I'm... like like fruit jam, like fruit jams. Yeah, <laughs> I'll, I'm, I'll, I, if you would like, I will do a live jam unboxing. Um, is that, as we is that sorry no, i just want to confirm ah. that's not that's not shitting around that's legit like he sent like you always have jam always have jam you can't i will do it right now and i will tell you oh my, my jams as a thank you to jacob for all the gift subscriptions uh i don't want to override the show too much uh, i would like to hear all of your thoughts and points from the co-hosts but i will no, quickly only jams is important I'll quickly tell you uh, which jams I've got this month. Uh, as you can so, see, uh, this is important. Can you see that I get uh, a little... We get a spoon. Oh. With, with a, a love heart. It's like you get that plastic fork in the Tesco meal deals. Yeah. It's great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, I'll quickly this let you know... This is the content what... we've here, we're here for, the jams. Yeah. <laughs> jams. Oh, toxic. Just a quick one. I just wanted to point out he's a lovely man in many ways. Uh, right. My jams of choice are... Okay. Because, uh, Jim, you're a foodie, right? This is your... Uh, yeah, your a... this is a... Okay. Yeah. Strawberry and chili. It's very Jamie Oliver. It's very Jamie Oliver. I don't like it. Okay. Mm. It's, a, All right. it's an odd combination. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> but some uh, people play Stormcast, so that's okay. We can accept it. They do. Uh, pineapple and ginger. Hmm... <sighs> You know what? Pineapple, I just don't think you should make jam, pineapple jam. It's just not a thing that you should make in a jam. I think pineapple should be on everything. Pizza, jam, uh, 
your your cousin's dog. I'm, I'm, I'm over two right now. <laughs> the Jackson, the <laughs> okay, I actually don't know what this is. So cherries and Rioja PDO or PSO? Rioja. R I O J A. Okay, is cherry anything good? Because like I feel like cherry everything's awful. Even wow. cherries are like like fruit cherries are even fruit cherries I don't like. So glazed not, cherries. Not. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, okay, all right. Um. Uh. So real quick. Uh. Apple Brook. <laughs> Apple Brook Cottage. I don't even know. What... Is that a, is that a jam made out of a small English house? <laughs> Is that what that is? They were just like, ah, uh, yes, this is Applebrook Cottage, and we're going to grind it up and add some did, horse hoof, and there you Jacob go. Did Jacob make these, or is it like a company that sends them? A company that sends them okay. every week, every month. Uh, <laughs> okay. Sangria? Oh, I like that. Oh, that's, damn. That's, that's my jam. That's my jam. <laughs> that's my okay, jam. Yeah. Uh, and then finally, Blueberries and Carver. I don't know what that is, but I like blueberries. Okay. All right. Well, uh, uh, Tom, I'll let you pick one for me to eat, uh, and then I'll, we can get back on with the conversation. I kind of want to go for that strawberry and chili one because I don't okay. know why you put chili in the strawberry, but I, I'm intrigued. I'll give this. I want, a, uh, I want the pineapple. That sounds like a cocktail without the alcohol in it. Speaking yeah. of cocktails, I finally finished my jug. So now, in the time-honored Canadian tradition, I'm going with white claws because there ain't <laughs> no laws on white claws. <laughs> I finally, I finally I, run out of wine after drinking it all day. I, I literally so. drank one of those at a park bench yesterday. On a park bench. Uh, at the Olympic Village. In front of the liquor store. It's classy. That's the way to live your life. Uh, uh, oh. I, I, at least it wasn't what a parking if you lot. stab your white claw? Then I'd have to drink it all out of the bottom at the same time. Uh, but I'm, I'm not there yet. Not with all of this electrical equipment right around me. Yeah. Can I just the say that thing- this... Oh, go on, Dan. Sorry, after you. I was going to say, the one thing is that, like, obviously, like, from here, everything, I hope, looks relatively schmick and professional. There are so many exposed cables around me. <laughs> just so many. That's it's like one day, yeah, one day, one day, that's, yeah, it's just all the private messages. Uh, one day I'm going to roll <laughs> backwards over a line, and you'll just see me stiffen up, and then the screen go black, and you'll be like, oh, yeah, okay, so he finally hit the, the, the lightning part of his job. Uh, so, yeah, that's why, why <laughs> I, I I'm they... very careful with liquid just like don't L- drop looks it looks like don't... i was right about the jams based on rob's face yeah the uh the chili jam is uh whoo uh that's uh <laughs> that's, that's interesting can i also just say one of my favorite things from this stream is that in two weeks time when i call dan jim will also somehow be in the room with him uh, <laughs> uh anyway uh, all right um <clears throat> jim to take you through some of the questions that have gone today first one uh that's come up is um what what's your highlight uh highlight from the past year uh, it can be anything for my your choice for myself mm. yeah, um yeah. this this will sound like kind of weird but like uh a lot of people like got fat over covid and i got skinny so like i lost about 30 pounds over <laughs> the, the COVID, covid year so I've been very excited. I was very happy with myself that, like, while everyone was getting fat, I managed to get skinny. So I was happy about that. So now I got, don't get me wrong, I've gotten fat again since then, but we're working on that. So <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a nice vibe. Uh, yeah. I asked you both, Dan and Tom, this earlier. Did you have any other f- thoughts of it since then? Or, um, like, uh, like, uh, I've, I, I feel like my, um, my blood pressure has risen 
over the course of COVID, which I know isn't uh, a good thing most of the time. But like, you know, like the the new Lumineth double release in six months, all that kind of stuff there. But if my blood pressure has risen due to an increased amount of rage in my system, that means that I've started to feel again. And uh, and I think if COVID's been good for anything, like me actually uh, getting close to being a human being and having real life people emotions is a good thing. So sure, shorter lifespan, but then again, not an automata. So I'm going to give that a big old tick. I've learned to feel. <laughs> big ticks, big ticks. I, I love that the, I keep looking up to see, I keep seeing on the overlay, it says new subscriber. And I keep being like, oh, I need yeah, to thank someone in the chat. And it's yeah. just still going, uh, which is... So, context, <laughs> I screen grabbed it. We smashed a level five hype train by 427% and there were 60 subscribers. Oh, well, Hell you, guys, yeah. you guys are lovely. Uh, thank you so much. Um, big tick energy is what we've got. Uh, big uh, tick energy, that's what uh, we have okay. now. Yeah. yeah. All right, uh, Jim, what was the favorite thing you've painted in the past year? Oh, God. Uh, I paint, So, I painted a lot a lot like I'm, i paint a lot and i feel like i painted a lot i'm just trying to think um it wasn't my death guard because as much as i love my death guard it's been awful to paint <laughs> it's like i have not enjoyed any of it a lot of <laughs> detail just like, um i did what was i painting mostly last year uh i painted my oh my, my like i painted a full soul drinkers army and played exactly one game with it and then put it away um when did abaddon come out was that last year last year yeah like yeah or was it the year before no was it the year before no yeah yeah i'm the same problem as james earlier trying to pick models i just definitely the year before mate 100 percent because i saw it on the tabletop he was making yeah remember yeah i I, I yeah yeah. oh that's such a hard question he was 2019 yeah come on mate step up oh uh uh, uh, my Ragnar Blackmane conversion for my Soul Drinkers. Did you it was the model that's the dumb rock, by the way. Uh, no, he's still jumping off the dumb rock. Ah, but it was it was the model that uh, pushed me the most as a painter. Like I I generally like to paint at a high level, and like I do, but it's I paint generally for playing. I don't I don't um I don't like to spend too much time on models. But this was a single minute. This is probably the most time I've spent on a single miniature. Like a good upwards of like, which is still. I think you were mentioning early the Spanish and like Italian painters who are mm. like just I sublime like it just melts my mind even as someone that like it feels like I paint at a, a pretty high level when I look at their stuff I'm like just I just don't understand it I'm like it's just beyond me the, but anyways yeah the my, one that hurts my, me with them is how casually they paint incredibly they're just like oh yeah so this is just one I'm gonna knock together right now live on stream and then they like do something I assume like burp and suddenly they're like, and there you have it. And you're like, how? How is it okay that you can paint that well, that fast, while I'd still be waiting for my spray paint to dry? You know that classic Simpsons skit with the makeup shotgun? Mm-hmm. I feel like that's what they do. Yeah. They just like, produce a golden demon miniature. <laughs> it's just so easy. <laughs> they, so good at that, man. They are so yeah. good. Like, I know that you're seeing years of, like, um, years of practice. But I think also one of the things that they do well is they practice well if that makes sense. Like a lot yeah. of what I do, a lot of what I do is I just bang paint on models to get them done. Like without really knowing um, uh, like, w- like really what my process is. But I think what some of those people do is they watch intently and they like, they plan it out and then they, they like, they, they go through the process. Like Jim, like with your death guard, you've just done the same thing over and over again. Right? Like, so you've just hmm. got better at that. So if ever you were going to do that process again, you would just be pretty great at it. Right? 
Right. Well, I think I think I think to your point is like I very rarely spend the time on a model for the purposes of improving my paint skills. It's all it's generally like I I paint at a certain level and I have to consciously apply or consciously say okay, I want to work on this technique that I'm not good at and 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 practice and get better at it and and that essentially makes me a better painter but for the 99% of the stuff that I paint I'm very pleased with the level that I paint at and I don't I don't feel like I need to like really work hard at that like it's it's very easy for me to do uh whereas I think with like some of these artists like and I think it's just in general the, the really good painters every model for them is is like how do I get better at how do how how do I and and you said I think you said it like your your practice you're actually practicing something for some outcome you're trying to improve right like it's not just doing it kind of by rote which is mostly what i do so yeah okay yeah yeah fair points um uh, can i just uh, shout at uh, dolthgar sojath in the chat uh, big up um uh, loads uh, for joining us right okay favorite thing released over the past year oh i sucked at this one i do you want to I... mulligan do you want to rego like I would, but I feel like I'm just going to screw it up and pick shit from 2019 again. I, <laughs> like I, 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 I think I've been living under a rock. Is there an archive where I can just scroll through every release for this year so I can? No, like, maybe I do have feel like shot? I do feel like someone like needs to be the person who collates that though. Like especially mm. as importantly, end of year rap shows. A lot of content creators out there in the world now. Let me tell mm. you that my favorite time is if we get towards New Year because I'm like. Oh baby, no! I don't have to do any work. I just got to talk about what's happened in the past year. This is a uh, this is an easy one. Look at today's an example. Uh, mm. <laughs> like, so, so does it? Yeah. Uh, you mean you meaning model, right? Like favorite model released? It could be anything. Model rules app. If you love the forty k app, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, the Age of Sigmar FAQ. Not for the FAQ, but for the jokes and the joy that it has brought us since at its expense uh that's that's i'm gonna go with the aos faq thank you for many years of the joke not enough data yeah for, the, forever this is yeah. yeah this is maybe a cheating answer but i i'm very into the like i'm i'm, I'm a big like lore wonk like i like to read the books and i'm mm. uh i've been really enjoying the siege of terror series from black library like the 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 like the last i think maybe two books have released last year uh, two or three books they released in that series which for black library for a single series seems like quite a fast release pace um for those authors so i don't know if they're just trying to like move on from it but i've really enjoyed uh i just finished fury of magnus um which is like the last uh kind of like the final book where he's really featured heavily in the horse heresy is for what it seems and um some of the other horse heresy books have, that they've released like uh uh Saturn Saturnine whatever uh they've been really good so I've really enjoyed those and I love I'm an I love the audiobooks so being able to listen to those uh the, the narration is really is like really top notch as well and I just finished and I won't spoil anything I just finished uh re-listening to Pariah and Pentinent which are the two uh oh love two, that series and like they literally like I, I I they're twelve hour audiobooks. I burned through them in a week. They were I couldn't stop listening. They were so good, and they're narrated by because uh, it's uh, the main character is a female, uh, and so it's narrated. It's the first time I've listened to an audiobook that GW's released where the narration is female, and it was excellent. It was unbelievable. So highly recommend it. And the the, the twist at the end of like one thing, and this is I'm just gonna go on a side tangent, but Pariah was released twelve years ago, so. 
I hadn't, I don't think I read it at the time, or maybe I did. I can't, I can't remember because it was so long ago. And when I re-listened to it again, I was like, God fucking damn it. Dan Abnett left the cliffhanger at the end of Pariah. Is like, <laughs> you're like, you're like, oh old. my God. And then you're like, people had to wait 12 years for him to resolve the cliffhanger. <laughs> and then there's an equally big, insane cliffhanger at the end of Penitent. And I'm like, oh my God, I swear to God, if I have to wait 12 years, I'm going to go murder Dan Abnett. Like, I cannot, I cannot. <laughs> I cannot wait 12 years. Like, it's just too much. I'm halfway, so, anyways, through, I'm halfway through Penitent, actually. Uh, I was listening yeah. to it while I was doing some painting the other day. So good. Yeah. And, I, and I, I mirror you actually listening from a woman's perspective or just at least a female voice. Um, yeah. It was quite nice. Um, uh, I think I was listening to... Is there a lady in Saturine as well? Or like, no, one of the Custodes ones, actually. I think it was Valdor has got um, yeah. a, some la- a lady right. narrator in it as well. Um, but yeah, that's uh, that good. So the, the books, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I like the books. Yeah. I like the lore. I think the lore's really good. Like, and Jimmy is really passionate about this. I'm always my favorite thing is you're always on Twitter. You'll always tweet the author and be like, "I enjoyed this. Thank you." Well, that, like, I, one on. of my favorite things is the fact that I can <laughs> so uh, I can interact with the authors on Twitter. Like that for me is so cool to be able to say to the artist, "Hey, this thing that you did is really awesome." And I wish GW and I think you guys had talked about it in either an earlier show, but. I wish GW did a better job of celebrating the artists and sculptors. Uh, I re- that's why I really like, uh, like I follow a few of the sculptors and they've low key started to kind of be a little bit more uh, like they've been like, hey, this is a model I sculpted like on their personal thing. Mm-hmm. And I think that's so cool that like we can do that and like say, hey, this is an amazing thing. Like, like you know, Darren Latham, like obviously he does uh, um, great content on Instagram, like painting stuff. But also like just in general, I think that GW should, they, they've, they've always been in this weird thing where they hide the artists. And, and I do remember there was a time like where they hid the codex writers because people would literally go like, like uh, forks and pitch, pitch, yeah, pitch forks and torches outside their forks. Like yeah. I remember like the, the Phil Kelly gangs and like the people, Alessio Cavatore books where people were like ready to murder them because of like how bad the books were. <laughs> but like, so I, can, I get in that sense for like the rules writing. But like when it comes to like, like I have the art of Adrian Smith, his art book. And um, I have uh, Jess Goodwin sketch sketchbook. And it's like, it's just unbelievable. And I just wish they produced more of that where it's like, hey, here's one of our artists. Here's their book with all their art. That, like just celebrating mm-hmm. those artists. So I think it's a huge shame. And the thing that I like about the Twitter is like, uh, and even on Instagram is I can literally say like, hey, this was an amazing book. Thank you. Like, I really enjoyed it. And then a lot of times like Graham McNeil, he interacts with the fans. Um, ben Counter, uh, Aaron Dempsey Bowden, these guys all. I, I've tweeted Dan Abnett like seven times. He's never responded, but the other guy, the other ones are, <laughs> he's like, he doesn't like me, but my point is, is like, I love, I love the fact the that it'll stick eventually. Yeah, I love the fact that the, the artists and the, the writers are on social and I can basically tell them so that they did excellent jobs. I and even the, it... go on. Yeah. Carry on. Anyways, that's, that's my point. I guess. No, I agree I, with you. I think, I think, so I, we, we were talking a load about the, uh, during the reaction reveal yesterday, we were talking about the Gravelords book and just how actually, in my opinion, one of the most evocative things in, in battle terms and codexes has been for years has been the art. Like, mm. like the actual art. Like, I think in some ways, like those front covers, like they pitch it to you. If you're like a new starter, like if you're a new guy walking into a games workshop, new guy, girl, whatever, like, but a new person walking into a games workshop, like that cover art, like, yeah, you look at the miniatures, of course, the painted miniatures, and you're like, this is this and this is this. But I do think the art is sometimes more evocative than looking at the still image, like the still miniature, right, on mm. in some box art. Because the box art is also... Um, 
um, without context. So yeah, you mm-hmm. see the miniatures painted beautifully, but they're not put into like um, a background, right? Like so, like it's a vampire, but it's not a vampire like, against like a setting of a crypt or a grave or or anything like that. It's just the just the vampire on its own. All and right. I sometimes like when you see the art, and I would love to see more artists credited at least. I mean, all of them, like the people mm-hmm. that write the books. I th- feel mm-hmm. like if like I kind of understand your point uh, about Matt the Matt Ward situation where he wrote bad stuff and people dogged on him. But also, well, uh, maybe we would just, just end up with some more. Point that, I need to interject there. Because yeah. he actually wasn't the only one in there. It was a team of people. But yeah. everyone just, it was his name on the book. So when they wrote um, Blood Angels and Necrons teaming up to beat up some Tyranids, and when they wrote the entire Keldor Drago debacle, everyone just piled <laughs> on that ward. Yeah. <laughs> as though it was just him. It's just like brother. Well, However, the, well the flip side that I would throw to that, right, is I remember old Warhammer Fantasy, and I was in a, a um, I was in a, a, a group, a, a team or whatever the hell called hashtag Ward Life. Because every time a new book came out, we all wanted it to be written by him because it meant you'd have the most broken rules in Warhammer Fantasy. Okay. Yeah. And so, and so, like, if you wanted to, like, yeah, he might get hate for that. But every time there was one coming out, we were like, come on, Matt Ward. Come on, Matt Ward. Like, <laughs> but we have that single time. Yeah, I, I need to pile on that because everyone thought that Matt Ward was responsible for writing the most broken books because he wrote, or they thought he wrote, Grey Knights. Now, Grey Knights at the time in 5th edition was utterly broken and was only contested by a couple of factions. Those factions, by the way, Space Wolves, which was written by who wrote Space Wolves? Phil Kelly, I think, wrote Space Wolves. Oh, Phil and, Kelly was bad too. He yeah, well, that. he did great books like the uh, 2010 Drakari book, is the best book I've ever seen, and the uh, Leaf Blower Guard list that was written by Robin Credis. So it wasn't even just a Matt Ward thing, but everyone had this like preconcept meme of of Matt Ward being. Well, there's also there's, a, there's also there's also uh, there's also like a similar thing happening in Age of Sigmar at the minute, where we ha- we've got two guys who write the Sin guy and the Bin guy, <laughs> and they keep releasing two books at the same time. Yeah, like and it's just like it's like they both like like we've got two guys and we like fucking know which one writes which book, and it's like dear God. Uh, my point was though um, is that maybe if they put the names on them we'd get some accountability. Because right now, do you know what I mean? Like, you'd be like, hey, man, I don't know if you need to just, like, double-check, like, the wording on this. Like, maybe they'd be like, oh, wait. They'd be like, oh, these people keep ripping on me. It's like, maybe do a better job. Like, I mean, no, never, I don't think ever, have I looked through a book and gone, this artwork is disgusting. I must rage tweet about how I don't (laughs) like the art. But I have definitely looked at a rule and gone, that's dumb. (sighs) You're dumb. So, like, <laughs> yeah. Well, well, so that's just. I, go ahead. I, I was just gonna say. I remember. I think it was a book, maybe two books ago, with um the Game of Thrones, the Song of Ice and Fire stuff. People were tweeting, "What's his name that writes them?" Gosh, George I can't R. R. George R. R. Martin. And they were like, "When's the book coming? When's the book coming?" And then he just replied to one with, "For every time someone asks me this, a Stark dies." <laughs> and I was like, I was like, can you imagine if you were like, you knew that he was working on your next book, right? Like, um, let's say when Lumineth get their next book in a month or two's time, I think that seems to be their release rate, right? Like every six months. So we should see another Lumineth yep. book before the end of the year. Yep. Um, so, and someone goes like, Hey, so, uh, is this going to be the last book or when are we going to see more battle kangaroos or whatnot? And he just replied with like, for every time you ask me this, I make the most vital unit you bought 60 of in the last book useless. <laughs> so someone's sitting there with like they've got like 60 of the archers and then they double the points and don't have mortal wounds anymore well, and everyone's like oh shit well, 
Don't they do that anyways, though? <laughs> like, yeah, that's true. Like, that's true. They uh, do. I, just two, two quick, two quick last points I'll make on yeah. this, and then we can move on. But um, the first is um, when I think about why I love chaos. Like, if you want to, if you want to see what chaos, like chaos, I've always been a chaos player. What drew me to chaos? They never, ever, ever will be able to represent on the models what they're able to represent in the art. Like when you look at chaos art, like how demented and twisted and crazy it is yeah. you're like they could never make models of that and so the true horror of chaos i feel is yeah. only represented in the art it's yeah. the only <laughs> place where you really see what what like they try to describe in a lot of the books yeah and uh, but like on the models like i mean okay so he's got some some pustules okay cool but in like the art it's like just it's like taking it to like mm. 30 the, they, they ratchet up the craziness and then the second thing and, and I, I don't know who you had on earlier with the gandalf fetish now i'm getting to a fetish i love by the way but, but I, I, I was thinking i want to go look at them i was like oh what is it? i gotta go see this gandalf model as he brought it up and i i went on the website and it hit me as i was clicking on middle earth strategy battle game <laughs> that the lord of the rings which is like one of the most popular ips mm-hmm. In the entire world, mm-hmm. probably most well-known, millions and millions of books sold, is the third most popular IP that Games Workshop has a game for. <laughs> right? So, like, this... And I was like, hey, wh- they do Lord of the Rings. Why wouldn't can Games Workshop do Star Wars or some other, like, big IPs? And the thing is, is, like, because the 40K and AOS lore is, like, so much better. Like, the, the background for 40K and AOS is, like... Well, I mean, not AOS, fantasy and AOS. Okay, I'll I'll, I'll put together. <laughs> Go on, Jim. Uh, but yeah, even, let's even, fight about that. AOS, but I guess my point is, it's so much deeper, and it, and that comes from the art and the artists and the storytellers and stuff. Whereas like something like Lord of the Rings, which I love dearly, I've I watch I rewatch those movies twice a year. Uh, extended edition. Wow. Yeah. Well. Uh, anyways, <laughs> I guess my point is, it it, it kind of like it was, it was like bonkers to me that that like the Lord of the Rings is their third most popular IP. Yeah. yeah. Like, thir- like, and I was just like, what? Like, that was just like, ah. Anyways, that was my. No, I, I, I agree with you. I like, I, I think one of the major issues for me with the the Storyforge stuff, um, is that I, I similar to you, like the uh, when so like I went from Warhammer Fantasy Battle. So my this is my pathway through ga- through gaming uh, in Games Workshop kind of ecosystem. It was Warhammer Fantasy Battle. They blew up the old world. I played Age of Sigmar immediately. But I was pissy for a while, so I also like mainlined Heresy for a bit. In which case, at which point, I read like a ton of the Horus Heresy books, and I was just like, "This is just an incredible setting." Because they are like Space Marines, like Roman Centurion Legions is a great setting. Like it's a great setting in a sci-fi universe in a monastic cult. It's awesome, and then everything around that is just is just great. Is great thing. Like the thing is, is I don't think ultimately. That they, even with 40k, we'll, we'll, talk, we'll talk about Age Sigmar in a minute. I don't think with 40k they've even really hit their stride until like they've got like a lead, like who is mature enough to say there should be romance in this. I'm not saying it's the focus, but like they at least they allow that to be like a conversation, right? Like one of the things like Impenitent, like at the start, which um, uh, like she alluded to, like having a bit of a crush on a guy, 
Like it's about the most you ever get, right? Mm-hmm. Like that's it. Whereas like love is like a genuine. You got like, some a... weird shit in Fulgrim as well. That's about I it. I can't wait for the 40k like steamy romance novels in the uh, convenience <laughs> aisle. <laughs> well, like, I have just gone in the background. I just more mean. I just more mean. I I still think that there are better stories to be told. That doesn't mean the romance story is the story. It's just it's part of the 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 palette of the story. Like and there's more mm-hmm. to it. And I think that like and we're still there. And we haven't even crossed into. I love books. Books are great. Mm. I've read them my whole life. Mm. Like, uh, like audiobooks are harder for me for some reason. But like, I love film. I love mm. cinematography, and you can tell that story really well. And like, mm. and that for a game and an IP, they're not even at their stride yet. So I think Jim's point about Lord of the Rings uh, is true because like when when because it will happen eventually when 40k is given that like that IP push because ultimately Game of Thrones was just like five good books by a guy that's all it was just five good books like 40k's got 30 years of history like mm. it's gonna be and a bunch of what? shitty books <laughs> somewhere down the line as <laughs> well but it's yeah, even, even you go back as far as like the the old go trek and felix novels right and i remember that that it's brutal but the, the two moments that stand out for me were, were like back-to-back books one was where felix falls in love with this woman in the middle of nowhere and he's genuinely like stressed about telling Gotrek he's not going to be following him because he's like, is he just going to rage and cut my head off, or will he just be disappointed in me, which will be worse, blah blah blah. And then when uh, spoilers, but it's like a twenty thirty year old book, so if you haven't read it, suck it. Um, and then she ends up getting killed, and it's heartbreaking. Like it's it's genuinely devastating that you're like, holy shit, like that's that's brutal but it's like this this kind of like the fact that love exists and like lives and dies really fast is Mm. really really cool or the same like in in the eisenhorn stuff it's pretty quickly dealt with the fact that like he you know the two of them kind of have feelings but it's the feelings between someone who's a psyker and someone who's a blank so they can never really be together and you're like literally oh my god it's like romeo and juliet but instead of just people being grumpy and having feelings you physically cannot be near each other without being violently ill like oh my god stop it just make me feel again and i think one of the things i love about that series is like you often think you know like obviously eisenhorn's a bit of a a, a radical, but I don't think he did anything wrong, much like no. Magnus. Um, I think, uh, <laughs> like, I think, uh, I think the thing is, like, you, you think you always think, like, well, had had that not been the case, had they been able to like do that, would he have maybe gone on a different path? You know, like, there's a tragic, there's a tragedy mm-hmm. on like how dark he goes, and a lot of it has to do with like kind of those kinds of things that happen to him. Anyways, but um, I could talk about Eisenhorn and Ravner and all those. Oh guys my god, love those books stuff. and Gaunt as well. Anyway, anyway, please release the new Gaunt's Ghost book. If anyone Gaunt's has contact with him, tell him to release. No, the no, new no. Ghost. Next, next, next. Uh, Beckwith novel. Don't, don't leave him alone. Dan, I'm not afraid. <laughs> Twelve years. Twelve years. Sit down. Twelve years. Think about what you're doing, not about what you're done. You think about what you're doing. I want to see that tweet from you, Jim. Dan Abner, if you fucking dare make me wait twelve years. Right. Okay. Um. Have I asked? Um. I don't even know. So that was somehow off favorite painted model. Fuck. No, that was off favorite interaction on the internet. Right. Was that tweeting? Yeah. No, that, was yeah. fav- that was favorite release. That was favorite release. Oh, okay. So I'm, uh, so I'm doing really well. Okay. Uh, so what do you think the most valuable thing you've learned over the past year has been? Um, I I think, uh, I guess, I don't know. Like, I, I, I feel like for me personally, like, I feel like this is, I don't know, Wargaming in general is something that I've done for a very long time. And <clears throat> only really in, 
kind of the last three years since I started playing eight, have I have has like, I don't know how to describe this without sounding silly, but like, I kind of feel like uh, the, the broader community is something that I really only felt like um, a part of in the last few years. And especially with COVID, I feel like, like I've never met Tom in person, but I feel like, like I, like I feel like that there's that, like friendship, yeah. And yeah, I know I met, you, I met, I met, I met you. Oh, sorry, yeah. Different. And I met you, Rob, before, right, in person. Mm -hmm. And I've met a lot of the guys, and like I feel like mm -hmm. the the not seeing those, not seeing people at events, not seeing people like. And I had a crazy amount of travel in 2019. I think I went to something like 27 of yep. GTs or events, like over like I was every other weekend I was traveling. And I'm in Canada, so when I say traveling, it's not like going to events in in England where you drive 20 minutes. Like sometimes four, six, seven hour trips just to get out to an event. So it was like a lot of travel. Um, and I think the thing that I've learned last year is like, like the events is, it's, it's like bigger than the events, right? Like the community is bigger than the events. It's like, it's like so much more than that, I guess. And I don't know, I don't, I'm yeah. having difficulty articulating, but like I've, I felt closer to the community last year going to zero events than I ever did the year that I did like 27 events. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Dude, I met Neil Kerr online as well. Like most of the people that I've met, I met online first. Like we met by bullying people on competitive 40K, like mm. and having similar mindsets. <laughs> and it was very funny. Like, and it, it, I don't know, like a lot of the community just meets online anyway, because you know you're going to meet these people in the flash at events. And I think yeah, you also hear about like people as well, right? I'm, I'm oh, yeah. hoping, I, that's why I did today. Like the process of today was to like, not that I think any of you need humanizing. I do feel like sometimes when people present content, they present content like almost too clinically. Like not overly, it's just it's a yeah. lot of like presentation. And I think one of the yeah. things that's nicest, I guess, about wargaming often is that there's a level of honesty over the tabletop. You just being yourself. Like and also you can play like you understand someone as well. Like, Tom, you're a maniacal predator. That's how you act on the tabletop. Understandable, right. yeah. <laughs> Although, can, you, can you please be careful about terminology, seeing as I work in a school? Thank you very much. Okay, <laughs> okay, okay. Wait, but they, you allow, are... they allow you around children? Yeah, that's It's fine. You just have to make sure that there's a word before predator. Yeah, yeah. Like, as long as there's yeah, always another word. Great, <laughs> no, it's maniacal not. is it's fine. Not. Maniacal, no, maniacal is fine. Like, I like that. Like, you know, like, uh, there's a whole bunch of people you could throw into that category, which I think are brilliant. Uh, and you're in there but then dan is the same like uh like and i think one of the things about like a show like this and hopefully shows and, and the people that we've had on today is you understand that like i would hope you could watch through the whole of today and you could see how different every sort of person is and like what what their interests are and what's different and what they find valuable over the past year and you can understand that the community is made up of a very disparate group of people who for some reason are obsessed with the price of blood knights other than that, like, <laughs> like, I don't know why, everyone, that was a key feature from today. But the point is, um, is that I think that there's lots uh, to unpack about the people in the hot community. Mm -hmm. But the community itself is always the key point, uh, mm. as, as hilarious as it is. Well, that's, uh, that's how we met, Rob. Like, I don't know if you remember this, but it was many, many years ago at the, I think it was the first, the first hundred plus player uh, CanCon. Mm -hmm. which for, for Age of Sigma, which was like 120 players or something like that. And it was all the all the, the predictable ones that you'd like getting in the top spots. And then I think, I can't remember completely, but I think I made top five with Dispossessed. And I just remember getting a ton of messages from people being like, what the fuck? 
Because it was it, it like it, no one could give two shits that the the broken filth came in first and second. But it was when the stuff that it was like no, that's a, that's that's a grammatical error. But then you meet people like that, or then I've met other people who absolutely pushed my poo in. Just I was like, oh, okay, yep, all right, shabangabang. That was a rough time. And then we've made really good mates, right? Uh, based on a like sometimes there are experiences where it's all friendly sometimes there are experiences where uh, i've had times where we didn't get on the first time and then down the track we became thick and fast mates and i think that's the cool thing about war dollies is that you meet people like through all different kinds of stuff like whether it's gaming painting chatting whatever abusing each other on twitter and you <laughs> you can find these wonderful spots where where maybe there was someone you thought was a bit of a shitto and it turns out they're a legend my three, my three current favorite Twitter, like forty k bros specifically, is Tom, Jim, and uh, Innis. Like whenever those three start getting True. onto something, I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm all in. I read, I open Innis up went every. Off on the other day, it was fantastic. It's funny because, uh, like, I didn't, I, I don't want to say I was ever ashamed of it, but I just never really used my my Twitter for like it's mostly pol- like most of the channels I follow is politics, mm-hmm. and a few of my like my friends who. Like, I think they know I play Warhammer, like, kind of, like, on the, like, just on the insulary, but, like, they don't really know much about it. But then they start seeing, like, my, like, 40K, like, mm. convos, and they're, and they're like, what the, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, they're just like, they're like, what, what are you even going on about? Like, it's totally, like, <laughs> uh, nonsensical. I mean, I thought there was and one... Then, I, sorry, you finished it. I'm on L. I was gonna story. say then the next tweet is like something about like uh, like super political. It's like it's like this like yeah. weird like contrast between my like political and like like <laughs> stuff, and then like 40k like like mixed in there. People probably just think I'm a psycho. Oh, fine. So I remember one instant. I think we were, t- we were talking about something like it was literally me, you, and Ennis uh, talking about something about 40k. Uh, it was something about the merits of like competitive play or something, and then some dude just flies in. And we also argue with each other and all this pile off this one guy. <laughs> <laughs> it was really sad. This is a bitchy cat fight between us three. Don't you jump in here. And Dan, I echo it, your it sentiments. It was a small account that had like two 3K followers, but it's coming. It was like, nah, fuck off. <laughs> Straight on. <laughs> Brilliant. Uh, and Dan, I mirror your thoughts. Like, it was lovely meeting you uh, all those years ago, and I value that loads. All right. Uh, so, not long left on the clock. Um, uh, so, uh, 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 Jim, any uh, shout outs for uh, some content out there that you like to see or you like to absorb that's not obviously this show, um, like some stuff that you think is good, like that you, you're enjoying um, or whatever you like? Um, it's weird because I don't I, I used to be very I used to listen to a lot of 40K like podcasts and stuff like competitive podcasts. I, I don't actually like that stuff. It's too much like hot takes these days for me. Same. Like too many, too many things. I, I actually, I feel like I listen to less of that. Um, one thing that I have really been enjoying is, and this is going to be a weird like thing is like uh, time-lapse art, like people that are like really good artists doing like time-lapses uh, and you see that process. And I've been watching a lot of that both on Instagram and on YouTube. There's like a lot of like really insane that do like fo- almost like photorealistic digital art. And they do like time lapses of it, and it's something that I've uh, I don't I can't remember any of the channels off offhand, but that's been something I've actually been really enjoying, and that's that's the same thing with like the Spanish Italian artists. It, it just it blows my mind when I watch them. I, I, obviously, it takes them a while to do, but in like a three minute, you see them go from like a white thing to like something that's photorealistic, and and I'm and it just like melts my brain. I'm just like so that's that's a cool thing that I've been consuming that I enjoy these days. But um, okay, yeah, that's that's amazing. Yeah, I one. love that stuff. All right, well, uh, it's been a delight, you three. Thank you very much for the past hour. Um, uh, I can't thank you enough. And to everyone who's tuned in live, 
for the whole day or even bits of the day. Uh, obviously, it's been uh, a very uh, kind day. Everyone's donated lots of uh, money and gift subscriptions and a bunch of other stuff. So thank you to all of you who have been uh, there and done that. Like Hydro Homish, who's just donated a gift subscription. <laughs> uh, I appreciate all of you and everyone who's been on the stream today. I was hoping, and I think it's been a bit of a success, uh, and Colleroo, thank you also for gifting a gift subscription. Um, I think it's been a bit of success in showing that uh, a lot of the hosts and a lot of the people that have been on the show today, that the community is just genuinely wonderful. Like, it's been charming, in my opinion, to listen to you three and everyone else who's been on the show today um, and to hear all of this really, like, just, just really humanize, like, these people. Um, so thank you. Uh, I've, I've thoroughly enjoyed it. So uh, that's it. There's not really much else to do other than go raid someone and make someone happy. That's what mm. we're going to go do. Uh, so I think... Uh, so you've got a couple of choices. Um, okay. Uh, so these are the choices. We can raid um, a lady uh, that does a load of pink, uh, painting and she's Irish. Uh, but she's got a lot of people watching her. Um, or we can go and find someone who's not got a lot of people uh, watching them and like make them laugh. Which would you... Yeah, do? I feel like we do the latter. Yeah, I, I always agree. Let's hop out the little guys. Let's help out the little guys. So we could go Scottish again like yesterday and go to the Heretic Scott. How's that sound? Sure. Uh, but, it, I mean, Heretics, that's that's up there. I like, I some... I like the sound of Heretics. Yeah, <laughs> okay, let's I, go. I like the sound of that heresy. Okay, let's go to Heretic Scott. Uh, thank you, everyone, for uh, the whole day. You've all been amazing. Uh, and uh, I'll see you all tomorrow uh, with yeah. Owen Jackson. Uh, I did it. You guys are great. Oh, thanks for the great day. Thanks, thanks for having me on, Rob, and uh, congratulations <laughs> on... So, have you really been streaming every day for a year? 369 days. Are you going to stop at some point here? Never. Like, are you gonna... I'm never stopping. <laughs> no, like, <are> you gonna... <laughs> I, I, was, I can't believe uh, that video that you guys posted in between. I was like, holy shit, the channel's changed in a year. Like, it's gone through... And it looks... I mean, it's, it's amazing. Yeah. I'm just saying, like I, was like, I was like, God, like, it's gone through so many, like... Like, it's improved so much over time, so it's... Uh, I don't know I if think... that's... I, I think it, I've spent all of my time over the past three years focusing on making the live coverage look good. So uh, stuff, Rob, we're still streaming, bro. I know, no, it's okay. I'm, oh, okay I've got a, I've got a countdown on the raid, so I've, I, I'm keeping an eye on it. Ah, is making is making the live coverage look as good as possible, mm. and then caring less about like not caring less. It's just I only have so much time, and so now I've had mm. time to focus. I we really want to do a bit of a channel rebrand, but more on that in the future. You guys have been great. I'm going to cut to a holding screen now. We're going to go raid. Let's go make that person happy. Um, Ooh, uh, yeah. Loads of love and uh, see you Get tomorrow. Get your raids in the chat, guys.